Good morning and welcome to Pickens v. Wesleyan Church online again today and happy Mother's Day to all of our moms out there. I thought I would record the message this morning from our kids chapel here at the church. We've been remodeling over the last several weeks. It's our kids view room and since it's Mother's Day I thought it was appropriate that we would record in the kids view room. I know a day like today a holiday like this can bring up a lot of different emotions for people. It's an especially hard day for moms who have lost a child. It really doesn't matter how old your child was when you lost them, whether they were um, stillborn or very young or even as an adult. You carry that pain with you always. And today is just a reminder of how much you miss your child. Today is a hard day for those who have dreamed of being a mom, but for whatever reason, that's never happened for you and you feel a loss today. For some, it's a struggle because they didn't have a great role model as a mother. So Mother's Day is not the best day for them. And maybe you're like me. Maybe you love your mom with all your heart, but she's passed away and she's not here to celebrate today. For anyone who may struggle a bit today, May you remember how close the Savior is to each one of us. And remember that the love of a mother is just a glimpse of the love our Father has for us. So today, rest in him and let his comfort bring you strength and peace. These have been crazy days that we're living in. One of my favorite things to do during this quarantine time has been watching posts on social media about how families are trying to cope with being at home together and how many parents were instantly forced to become homeschool teachers overnight. Now, I know I shouldn't take much delight in this, but from someone who's lived through raising his own kids and someone who has served as a children's pastor and as a youth pastor, it just cracks me up. So just watch, you'll see, I think it'll bring a smile to your face.
sure your kids haven't been driving you crazy these past few weeks. Who are we kidding? Kids are wired to push their parents to the limits. Moms have a tough job every day, but this pandemic has made it a lot harder. Actually, that's where I got the idea for the title of my sermon. It's simply uh, entitled MOM, M-O-M, which stands for Maxed Out Mothers. So what amazes me about mothers is how they can keep our world all together and keep us in line all at the same time. It's as if they have superpowers, but even moms get pushed to their limits. I want to share with you one of my favorite clips from the movie Incredibles, and I think it's a pretty good example of what a maxed out mom looks like. Indian Golf 9 or 9 are transmitting in the blind guard. Disengage, repeat, disengage! Can you relate? I'm pretty sure all of us know a maxed out mother, or you've seen one, or maybe you are one. Many moms today are maxed out mothers. They feel stressed out, frustrated, feel unappreciated physically, mentally, and emotionally exhausted. They're sleep deprived. They feel lonely and isolated. 
maybe even depressed. Motherhood is an overwhelming task. Moms may not have superpowers like Mrs. Incredible, also known as Elastigirl, but they are given abilities that God gives to empower them and to enable them to fulfill their role of motherhood. Take heart this morning. Maybe you feel like Elastigirl and your arms and your life are all stretched out of place and you feel like a maxed out mom. I hope to challenge you and encourage you this morning with a renewed sense of your call to motherhood. We read a great story about a great mom in Exodus chapter 2 verses 1 through 10. Now a man of the house of Levi married a Levite woman and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. But when she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. Then she placed the child in it and put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe and her attendants were walking along the riverbank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her slave girl to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered. And the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this baby and nurse him for me and I will pay you. So the woman took the baby and nursed him. When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter and he became her son. She named him Moses saying, I drew him out of the water. Moses's mother, Jochebed, reminds us of the purpose of motherhood. It's to love and nurture our children. Now Jochebed had done everything she could to protect Moses, but Pharaoh had decreed that every baby boy was to be thrown into the Nile because he feared that the Israelites might become too strong. The scripture says she could hide him no longer. Now, she probably knew where the Pharaoh's daughter bathed, and Miriam was right there watching the basket the whole time and very quick to go up and talk to the Pharaoh's daughter. Because of the events of the day, and because of Jochebed's love for Moses and her trust in God, she was given the opportunity to care and nurture Moses for several years. Let's face it, moms do a lot caring for their children and their family. And it's a huge and often thankless task. Well, as the story goes, a man came home from work one day and his three children were out playing in the front yard, still in their pajamas. There was empty boxes and food wrappers all over the front lawn. And he noticed that his wife's car door was open as well as the front door on the house and there was no sign of the dog anywhere. Entering into the house, he found even a bigger mess. There was a lamp that had been knocked over the throw rug was wadded up against the wall. The front room TV was loudly blaring some cartoon channel. And the family room was strewn with toys and various items of clothing. In the kitchen, dishes filled the sink. Breakfast food was spilled all over the counter. The fridge door was wide open and dog food was spilled on the floor. Quickly, he headed up the stairs, stepping over toys and more piles of clothes, looking for his wife who was worried maybe she was sick or Maybe something serious had happened. He was met with a small trickle of water as it made its way out of the bathroom. And as he peered inside, he saw a pile of wet towels and more scattered toys all over the floor. Miles of toilet paper lay in a heap 
and toothpaste was smeared all over the mirror. As he rushed into the bedroom, he found his wife still curled up in bed in her pajamas, reading a novel. She looked at him, smiled, and asked about his day, but he looked at her bewilderedly and he asked, what happened here today? Again, she just smiled and answered, you know every day when you come home from work and you ask me what in the world I do all day? Yes, he replied. She answered, well, today I didn't do it. It's not only important to meet the physical needs of your children, but the purpose of a godly mom is to nurture the spiritual needs of her children as well. We read in 2 Timothy 1.5, I have been reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you also. Our children need to be taught how to live and what's important. That's our job as parents. And mom, you have a unique ability to do just that. And if you don't, somebody else will. And their values are not necessarily going to be the, your values. The scripture doesn't tell us much about Timothy's dad, but we do know that his mother's impact on Timothy's life helped him to find his way to believe in Jesus. And we see that that legacy of faith didn't just start with Timothy's mother, but rather with his grandmother Lois. She too took time to teach her daughter about God. Children need an example of sincere faith. Parents, you have the most influence on your child. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. I also wanna remind you about the importance of keeping a right perspective. If you've ever felt maxed out, it's probably because your perspective needed to be restored to be able to look beyond today's obstacles toward tomorrow. All parents face problems and obstacles, and they look huge at the time, but when we look back, they seem smaller, probably because we've grown a little bit and because we can see a little bit more clearly when we're out of the woods. We've all heard the saying, don't make a mountain out of a molehill. Well, two things about mountains. Some are molehills where I am simply blowing some things out of proportion. But some mountains really are mountains. I don't want to minimize anything you might be going through because some mountains can be huge. What often makes a molehill a mountain is our inability to see the big picture. We lose sight of what is really important and we begin to rely on ourselves instead of God. In Numbers chapter 13, we read about the 12 scouts that have just returned with their report on the promised land. Caleb says, we should go up and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. But the people who had gone up with him said, We can't attack those people. They are stronger than we are. They said the land we explored devours those living in it. And all the people we saw there are of great size. We seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we looked the same to them. The problem was the Israelites had their focus on how big the enemy and how big the obstacles were rather than focusing on how big their God was. We cannot rely on how things look to us, on our own perspective. It's only part of the picture. Last Sunday, I closed the message with Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Consider the word understanding. We could say that understanding could also mean 
you standing under the situation, your understanding. You're seeing only what you can see from where you are, your perspective, but that's not the whole picture. Riding in an airplane is a great illustration for this. It can be bad weather on the ground and during takeoff, but after some time, if the pilot takes the plane high enough, you'll go through the clouds and break into clear sunny skies above the clouds. The view from above tells the real story, that the sun is still shining. The clouds are just keeping us from seeing the whole picture. Our greatest enemy in keeping a right perspective, according to these verses in Proverbs, is my own understanding. As a mother, God will help you remember your purpose. He'll help you to keep the right perspective. But finally today, he will also help you persevere. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do everything through him who gives me strength. God gives us strength, and mom, you can do this through him. In order to make it for the long haul, to persevere, I wanna suggest this morning you need to find balance. Balance between meeting your own needs and your family's needs. I'm gonna use an airplane illustration again. When the airline attendant goes through the safety protocol speech about oxygen masks dropping down in case there's a loss of cabin pressure, she always says, put on your own mask first. Then you'll have the stamina and the presence of mind to assist your child. Mom, you need to take care of yourself first so you'll have the presence of mind to be able to help your child. You need to find balance in your life. Spiritually, you need to be renewed. You need to be more concerned about who you are in your relationship with Jesus than you are about what you do as a mother. You need to find balance in your life physically for your health's sake, sleeping, rest, eating, and exercise. You need to find balance in your time with your schedule and all the different things that are pulling you a hundred different directions. A one quart saucepan holds just one quart, no matter how much you pour into it. If you put too much into it, something is going to be lost over the side. Mom, you have to know your capacity. No one likes that burnt charred smell after something spills over and burns on the stove. And that's what will happen to you if you try to do too much. You need to find balance in your life. Know what you can and what you cannot control. You can't always control your circumstances, but we can control how we respond to them. Maybe your children have caused you pain by their actions or their choices or their lifestyles. Don't confuse your disappointment in their choices with your love for them. Teaching your children what is right and loving them unconditionally is always the right combination. Proverbs 22.6 says, Train a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not turn from it. When we lived in Ohio, we took our young adults on a missions trip to Mexico. The church that was hosting us was having services one evening, and the pastor began to sing, Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. See, you already know the words. If you know that song, it's praise ye the Lord. One of the adults reminded me, he said, Pastor Paul, as soon as we started singing that song, I quickly wanted to stand up and sing my part. 
You see, he hadn't sung that song in years, but he had learned it as a kid that when you sang your part and your turn came around, it was time for you to stand up. Even though it had been years since he sang that song, it was still in his heart. Listen, Proverbs are wise sayings. They're not necessarily a promise about training up your child. There's no guarantees that our children will turn out like we plan. Train up a child and hopefully with God's help and your prayers, he'll come to his senses. We read in Hebrews 12:1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. It's okay to feel like a maxed out mother. It's a huge job. Just remember that your calling to love your family is from God and that he will supply all that you need. He will help you fulfill your purpose. He'll help you keep the right perspective and he'll give you the grace and strength to persevere. I wanna close this morning with a quote. Mothers write on the hearts of their children what the rough hand of the world cannot erase. Listen to that again. Mothers write on the hearts of their children what the rough hand of the world cannot erase. Even if you feel like a maxed out mother, you can do this with God's help. Happy Mother's Day.